welcome to Antone Knows. I'm your host, Antone. This is Chapter 9 of this podcast, and I thank everybody for listening to this podcast. Today, we're going to talk about another animated TV show called Amphibia. Question. What's the best animated TV show that's on TV right now that you can watch on demand that not that many people are watching? Answer. Amphibia. Now, what is Amphibia, you may ask to me? Well, imagine if you are a person and you open a box that looks like a music box and are transferred to a completely different world. A world shaped like a giant lily pad. And everyone there are frogs, toads, or lizards, or giant birds, or giant creatures. So it's sort of like a medieval world, sort of like a, uh, a, wor- a horse and wagon society, except instead of horses, they have snails, spiders, turtles. Every time they do that, it makes me laugh. I don't know why. I just think that's cute. So meet Anne Boonshoy, a young girl who's a little irresponsible. And that's what I love about this show is that the kids are not perfect, but they're not imperfect either. They're just both between uh, that. Three girls get transferred to this world, Sasha and Marcy and Anne. Anne ends up in a world where everybody's a farmer. There's a nearby town called Wartwood, and she ends up in this small, just out in the middle of nowhere. One world she's in our world, and the next minute she's there. And she doesn't know how she got there and doesn't really know how to get back? That's the even worse part of it. But a planter family, that's the name of the family that takes care of her, the, plant, the planter family. Hop Hop was sort of this grandfather, and, she has, and he has two grandkids. This little globby uh, girl named Polly, and she's a polywog, get it? And Sprig, this fiddle-playing sort of Tom Sawyer adventurous uh, character. He wants to prove to the family that he's responsible and that he can do things. Even though he gets into trouble and he doesn't have that many friends. The people in the town really don't like the planters very much. Either they like them or dislike them. So one day he hears about this uh, fellow named Wally. We find out more about him later. Says there's a monster in the woods. So he goes off to find this monster and to capture it. He finds Anne, and Jan tells her, I'm a human being. I'm from another world. And there is a giant uh, praying mantis where the frogs deal with it, but the people in the town don't really like Anne and think that she's some kind of monster, so they want to just chase her out of town. But Sprig stands up for her and says, we should... Not, you know, we should, uh, she's lost and she needs to be taken care of and, and, and um, be re- responsible for her. And so they take her in. The second episode, we find out about them being irresponsible because they're just kids and they go to swim in a lake and a big giant snake attacks them. But Sprig uses his head and uses these hot chili peppers and uh, able to defeat them. Now, I'll admit, I came late to the party with this TV series. One day, I hurt my foot playing basketball, 
and I, I sat in bed and watched this entire first season. And after the first episode, I was hooked. The theme song alone was I was interested in, but we'll get back to that. After a series of adventures and misadventures, we find out about the secret of this thing called a calamity box. This musical box is no ordinary music box. It's, it has the ideas uh, to transfer to other uh, people to other worlds. So we find out first what happened to Sasha. Sasha ends up in a world where the Toads rule. The Toads are a military society. They're soldiers, and, they, and they're led by the greedy Captain Grime. Grime uh, is a cruel master to his soldiers and wants them to uh, be loyal and stronger. But for some reason or other, they're not very uh, up to his uh, right. They lock Sasha in jail and are trying to get her to, that there are other humans around and they want to capture them. But Sasha convinces Grime that he's going about ruling his army all wrong, that she, he should compliment them and give them more positive reinforcement, but when they disobey, give them negative reinforcement. So she's a bit of a bully. Uh, she finds out about Anne, and after defending the tower from giant herons, giant heron, these giant birds, if you've ever seen a great blue herring, they're these giant birds, and they love to eat fish, they love to eat lizards, and they love to eat frogs and toads. She helps drive them off away from the tower, and from one of his lieutenants, he finds out that, that oh, by the way, there's this girl named Anne, and she stood up to us after we were collecting the toad taxes. So that, that episode is really good, uh, too, by the way. Uh, so they decide to go to... Wartwood, and he was going to take it by force, but Sasha tells him, no, don't take it by force. We're going to trick them into surrendering to us without even anybody getting hurt. Don't worry. So, But she's a clever commander, and she's pretty uh, tough when she needs to be. So Anne finds out in this one episode called Toad of the Frog of the Year, and becomes Frog of the Year because she grows throughout the series. Now, in any new animated series, even done by Disney, done by Cartoon Network, especially a great series called Steven Universe, if you've ever seen that, or Steven Universe Future, which is its sequel. The problem is with those series is filler. A lot of TV series will do that, They'll solve some of the major problems, but they'll also present adventures that have to do with the main story and then misadventures where it's about somebody in the town or somebody. Sometimes they can be quite good or they're world building. Well, this is on this part of Amphibia or this is from this part of Amphibia. Like there's a part where Anne, Sprig, and Polly are tricked into robbing a train. Things like that. So the army marches to Wartwood. They invite him to a party at Toad Hall or Toad Tower. And they uh, trick them and, and uh, lot, uh, tell them 
oh, you're going to be all right. You're going to be in this party. You're going to be fine. But Sprig finds out that they're not guests. They're prisoners. And goes to Sasha's palace, and she gives them all the food that she's been missing because she's been eating bugs for almost a month, or and which is not really that great. Uh, so the Toad's plan is to rule the valley, rule the frogs, and uh, take back uh, anybody, anybody that resists they want to get. They want to get rid of Hop Hop. They want to feed him to a giant plant. Now, Hop Hop's character is a very interesting character, and he's very loyal to his family and very loyal to his uh, to uh, Anne. As a matter of fact, in the second season, he starts calling her my adopted granddaughter. But he lies to her, and this calamity box, this music box that they find, he reads in an old book what it really is about, and it's very dangerous. And he says, he buries it. He never tells Anne until season two. And uh, so in the end of this episode, Sasha and uh, Anne uh, have a, a confrontation, and he just stamp this resistance out. He goes, your champion wins, we'll let you go, no harm, no foul. But if our champion wins, you can't, uh, can't go back to Wartwood. We're going to feed your friend to this giant plant. So they have a fight. She almost kills uh, Sprague, but Ant stops her. And in the end, the tower almost collapses because this fellow that I talked about before, Wally, was kind of a little bit of a crazy uh, frog. He blows up the tower and uh, everybody almost falls off the tower. Anne tries to save Sasha, but Sasha lets go rather than do that. Is that foreshadow? I think so. And Captain Grime becomes her friend and makes her his, his lieutenant, and the rest of the army retreats and leaves. But uh, Anne is left with her family. So... Hop Hop says we're going to make, in season two, they make a journey to a place called Newtopia. Get it? And after a series of adventures and misadventures, we they do sort of a, a parody or a, another dimensional story about another great series that Disney has done called Gravity Falls, where we meet a curator who's a fro- in frog form there. And uh, Anne finds out about another human materials that have come to that world. Uh, we go through a lot of other adventures, a lot of quarrels between brother and sister, all these other difficulties. When we get to uh, uh, Newtopia, we find out what happened to Marcy. Well, everybody said playing role-playing games is a waste of time. Forget it. It's... It's true. Role-playing games can help you live in a parallel dimension and help you live there. She was obsessed with uh, role-playing games, so she becomes sort of the king's ranger and helps Anne and the rest of the family defeat uh, a group of army ants that have invaded the kingdom. They get into Newtopia. Newtopia is beautiful, and they're even given the royal credit card. The voice actor who plays the king is perfect. 
You might recognize him from Rick and Morty, but I recognize that voice from one of the best Disney series during the 90s, next to Darkwing Duck, Gargoyles. He played the uh, lead Gargoyle. He played Goliath. He was also in The Princess and the Frog and a couple of other big shows, and he, he pops up every uh, every now and then. He was in a really big 80s movie with Roddy Roddy Piper called They Live. Okay, so they meet the king, and the king tells them that this box is very important. You need to get it. And Hop Hop says, oh, well, my contacts have got it. And he tells them that, oh, you better uh, recharge all these jewels that are on the side of it. They have to find these three temples, one representing intelligence, one representing courage, and the other representing strength. Sound familiar? The three girls represent that. Anne represents uh, courage, you know, and the brave. That's what she starts being called. And uh, Marcy is intelligent, so there you go. And even Sasha, she represents strength, though she uses that strength to, like, be a bully. Maybe she'll change. We'll have to wait and see. In this, uh, so while all this is going on, they go back to, they're going to go back to Wartwood, and Anne is like, you know, uh, Marcy says, you don't have to go back to Wartwood. You can stay here with me, and everything will be fine, and then we'll send a servant to get the box, and then we'll come back, and then we'll do, uh, we'll do our quest to find the three temples. So she was going to leave the family, but she, she says she missed them too much and she loves them too much, so she goes back with them. My favorite episode of this new season is, in, uh, is this one. It's called After the Rain. We find out about this big secret, about that he buried the box and he said it was dangerous. We find out about what happened to Sprig and Polly's parents. And that he was so ashamed that he would never got to save them. And it was his fault. He said, this endangers my family. And it endangers you. And I don't want to uh, anything bad to happen to you. So Anne is a little uh, upset about this. But uh, after a series of adventures, they get this uh, block, the box back from a group of beetles that are use it to... Uh, uh, decorate their shell. So the kids get into trouble, hop up and Anne, uh, find the box and rescue the kids. And at first they weren't going to. Do it. She forgives him, but still, you know, bitter feelings arise. I just watched the last two new episodes that are uh, as to this broadcast of this podcast. And, uh, well... Uh, we find out about what Sasha is up to. Anne is tested about the, the temple, and uh, she finds out that this uh, newt or this lizard, she tells them that all through the way she tests uh, Anne. Was she willing to sacrifice her warmth? Yes. Was she willing to, to uh, admit something? Being truly brave... It also doesn't just mean you'll charge into danger to rescue a stranger or charge into danger to rescue your friends or your family. It also means 
admitting when you're wrong or admitting when you do something bad. So she was a bit of a liar. How she gets into this mess in the first place, Sasha tricks her and saying it was her birthday. So, uh, and it was her birthday, and go into that, into that antique store and and steal this that box, and she does it. That's how she ends up there, and she admits this all to this sorceress, and she says, "We've been waiting for you for a long time. You are the person we were looking for." So she charges this uh, stone, but only charges it halfway because she thought her friends were in trouble. So I think that's going to come into it later. Now, what is uh, Sasha's connection to all this? And and uh, when uh, Marcy uh, charged her gem, all the power that was in her eyes disappeared. What does that mean? Now, what is Sasha up to? Well, she and Grime uh, go to the Toads and say, we're going to overthrow the kingdom. We're going to read this rebellion. And the Toads are like, no, we're not interested in leading any rebellion. Not with you. You're a renegade and you're wanted. Why would we even want to wait for you? So this old Toad is all beat up and crusty. And he says to them, find this war hammer. You bring it back. And you, you will, will give you all charge of all three towers, and you can lead our armies. And the other toads, one of them is Grimes' sister, and she says, that's a suicide mission. No toad has ever come back from there. So he finds out from his two, her two friends that are very nice, but she kind of bullies them and tells them, well, there's this uh, giant beast that this fellow called Walter the Brave, and he had this hammer, and he got this hammer uh, back. So they uh, they go and fight a giant monster. I love the designs of this show. And they get the hammer back and they bring it back to the Toad leadership. And one war hammer delivered. So they're going to do it. But the two guys who were with them, one uh, boy and one girl, and they say... Uh, we don't want you didn't even want to risk us you you were worried you weren't even worried about our lives we hope that you're successful but we've had it she wants she wanted to go after them but grime is like they've reached their limit some people don't have a limit to make a dream come true and they've reached theirs so she lets them go mm, foreshadow yeah i think so a lot of that going on here the animation is beautiful. The stories are beautiful. The characters, wonderful characters. Now, will people complain and say, oh, I can't watch that. I can't relate to these characters. You can, believe you me. And if you have a boy or a girl, or you're just a nut like me who loves animation, you can uh, enjoy this series very easily. Now, let's talk lastly about what's the best part of this. It's the theme song. The theme song is terrific. Now, you'll when you watch the show, you just hear the music. That's all you hear. But trust me, go online and you'll have the song stuck in your head. Believe you me. And like rare things that are going on now, sort of a lost art with TV, there is a ending theme song. Even though I'm far and I feel a certain glow... Maybe I'm just crazy, but when I see a face that I know, 
I'm home. If that doesn't make you cry, I don't know what will. And it, and that animation of just Sprig and, and and sitting there reading books and they blow out the candles and go to sleep, it's beautiful. There's even a Halloween episode in the tradition of like the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors that is worth checking out if you like that brand of humor. Uh, but it's really creepy. But anybody can watch this. If you're an adult, you can watch it. If you're a kid, you want to watch it. If you're a young adult, you want to watch it. Trust me, it's that good. Amphibia, remember that name. Well, I got to hop on down the trail because Sprig and, and Anne are waiting for me. And I'll see you again on another Anto Nose. <laughs>